Welcome back to another episode of Investees. This week on the podcast, we are going to talk about investor emotions. We hardly ever talk about investor emotions when we're talking about the stock market overall. And this is something that I feel should always be at the top of our minds. We should always be very self-aware of how we are feeling in the market. It doesn't matter how much financial literacy we take in, if we don't fully understand our personal relationship with money, we are not going to become successful investors. It's going to be really important for us to pay attention to our scarcity mindset, to our money wounds, and then also understand the emotions that we're feeling as we move through the market. What we don't realize is that our reaction to what is happening in the market in real time, the emotions that we are feeling are going to be detrimental to our portfolio. So we are going to talk about three of the most powerful emotions in the market that can drive you to making some really bad decisions. When I think about investor emotions, I always think about this quote from Benjamin Graham, who was Warren Buffett's teacher on investing. The quote says, the investor's chief problem and even worse enemy is likely to be himself. And keeping it 100 with you, I agree with this statement. As an investor, a person, a human being trying to live my best life, I will always assume that I am the problem. I will always assume that an outcome that I am experiencing is most likely because I am my worst enemy. This type of perspective has really helped me reflect on experiences and situations that I've gone through, and it has helped me take accountability and responsibility for my participation. It has also equally given me the space to hold others accountable when I can identify clearly where my mistakes are and where other folks' mistakes are as well. So I just find this perspective to be extremely beneficial. One more time for the one time, the investor's chief problem and even worst enemy is likely to be himself. You want to be able to take a look at the actions that you're taking as you move through the market as an investor, and you want to be able to identify where the actions are coming from. Are the actions coming from an emotion that you are experiencing? Or are they coming from an intention that you have set for yourself as an investor? You will find that when it comes to money, at least this is in my experience, and with the experience in watching folks go through my courses and be a part of my community, that most of the time our actions are being driven by an emotion. This is self-sabotage. This is detrimental. And this can cause us to make really bad decisions that can lead to big mistakes in the market. 
One of the reasons why the stock market fascinates me so much is because it can give me the space to look at my true character. I can call myself out, but this requires the ability to be held accountable, to be accountable for our own feelings and our own actions. And because in the market, there isn't someone on the other side that you're dealing with, I feel like it opens up the space for an honest conversation with yourself. I love the market for this reason. I really feel like it can develop a strong sense of character. The stock market is an isolated experience and you can try to find others culpable of your decisions, but at the end of the day, you made the investment, you either researched or didn't research, you made bad decisions under an emotion, and this can be very clearly tracked on your own. We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about the three different types of emotions that are common in the market. Investees, we're thrilled to hear that you're enjoying the podcast and finding the information we share beneficial. As a community, it's crucial to hear diverse voices breaking down complex topics, and we're glad to be contributing to that aim. We have a large number of weekly listeners, and we'd love to see more ratings and reviews on the podcast that reflect our listenership. Your feedback amplifies our voices and the content we put out, making it more visible to others who would benefit from it. I'm asking you to take a moment after this episode, rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. Thank you for being a part of our community. And we're back. All right. So we're going to get into the three most common emotions in the market. And the very first one we have is fear. Fear is an emotion that can either keep you out of the stock market or in the stock market. It's really important for us to understand that fear can do both. There are times when we may be in a bad investment. Perhaps we haven't done the proper research. We haven't taken the time to keep up with the quarterly earnings reports and the investment may not be doing well. It is that fear that keeps us in an investment. So we need to make sure that we're not allowing for fear to keep us in an investment that we shouldn't be in to begin with. Another example of how fear can affect you in this way is like that fear that won't allow for you to check your credit report, that won't allow for you to check your credit card balance, that won't allow for you to learn about what your interest rate has gone up to. It is that fear that keeps you in really bad situations when you can actually take action to remove that situation from your life, to remove that energy leak from your life. So fear can keep you in bad situations. And then on the flip side of that, 
fear can keep you out of what can potentially be a positive situation. It is common for us to understand that there's fear in participating in the market. I feel like for the most part, many of us know what that experience is like. We don't want to lose money. We don't want to get into a situation that we don't fully understand. It's really important for us to identify what is keeping us out and to know that at the core of fear is simply the unknown. And so a way that we take action to combat fear is to educate ourselves and make whatever it is we're fearing known. So it is crucial to be sure that you begin educating yourself as you participate in the market and that you do your research on your investments so that you're clear and your intention is clear and you don't start making bad decisions based on that level of fear. There's another type of fear in the market known as the fear of missing out or FOMO. I really feel like nobody knows FOMO the way an investor knows FOMO. In fact, I strongly believe that the idea of FOMO must have originated in the market. It must have originated surrounding money. It is nothing like the FOMO you feel when you're scrolling on Instagram and watching your friends leave you out of an experience or watching just other people in general experiencing something that you want to experience for yourself. It is nothing like that. Because it is tied to money, the amount of grip that FOMO has on you can really drive you to do some crazy things. It can drive you to make some wild decisions that you would have never made outside of feeling FOMO. The next emotion is euphoria. Euphoria is an emotion that can easily blind you from the potential risks of the market. It's just this feeling of like, I'm a bad bitch. Like I just did some dope shit that no one in my lineage has ever done. I made these bold moves and now I'm making all of this money in the stock market. It makes you feel like a gangster. Like you're just coming through with all the decisions and they're paying off. This is just temporary. You feel this way because the stock market is moving upwards. It's not anything that you specifically did. Yes, we should acknowledge that you may be a first-time investor, that it took a lot of courage for you to make these types of decisions, but the market did what the market always does, okay? You specifically didn't make the stock market go up. There were catalysts and circumstances that made the stock market go up and increase. A lot of the times you see euphoria in the market and people get really cocky and like full of themselves and then they start to think that everything they touch turns to green and they start trying to touch everything. Sometimes, especially during euphoria, it's important to just kind of relax, celebrate, but let's stay grounded and understand that tomorrow or any second, if the market is open, the script can quickly flip on us. Be mindful of a euphoric feeling in the market. Understand that this feeling is fleeting. It is not integrated into the stock market. It's important to stay level-headed. 
The last emotion that we're going to cover today out of the top emotions that are experienced in the market is greed. I feel like this is one that like punches you in the gut. It's so important for us to understand, most especially as marginalized communities, that greed is not an emotion that only a certain class of people experience. That greed is something that every single one of us is capable of experiencing. If you are breathing, you have most likely experienced greed. It's one of those emotions that is embarrassing. It's one of those emotions that we deny. Like many emotions, the feeling of greed is not something that we can necessarily control. Like we can't just shut off what we feel. We can control the actions that we take when we feel these emotions. This is why it's so important for me to talk about these emotions, most especially as we're breaking through a scarcity mindset and limiting beliefs. And one of the biggest reasons why so many folks in our community avoids making money is because they also tie and attribute making money to greed. When the fact is, that making an abundance of money affords you a comfortable life and it also gives you the ability to distribute money in the spaces you see fit. And I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, there are many spaces in marginalized communities that are in need of money. And so for me, this is why it's so important to talk about wealth and educate folks not just on financial literacy, but also on money wounds and our scarcity mindset and the emotions that are tied into all of that. I believe that there's no better person to distribute wealth within our own communities than ourselves. And so now that we're clear, greed is something that we can all experience. This is an emotion that will play into your desire to achieve something without taking the proper measures. Greed can also keep you away from stock market opportunities. It's so important for us to understand that greed can keep us away from investing money. It can keep us away from actually growing wealth. When I first started to really focus on understanding greed and dismantle my belief that greed was solely tied to wealth, I had to understand that even if you have a small amount of money, holding on to that money for dear life and not being able to part with it in order to generate more money is also a form of greed. And that I have witnessed that form of greed over and over and over again in our communities. And so part of my experience of moving through my emotion of greed was going to be the experience of letting go of money in order to invest money into new opportunities. We're going to have to become self-aware of how we're feeling. We're going to have to be extremely honest and understand that we're learning to identify these emotions and we're learning how to harness them in order to not make mistakes with our money in the market. 
When we feel these emotions, we're actually given the opportunity to take a further look at our character, understanding who we are at the core and what we would like to change about ourselves, how we would like to react to these emotions. And of course, develop our investing strategies based around these emotions. I have developed so many personal investing rules in my life around these emotions so that my investments and my decisions are safeguarded. Do they always work out? No, sometimes I break my own rules and I lean into the emotions. But what I can tell you is that years of experience and practicing identifying being self-aware and not making decisions from an emotional space has really contributed to exponential growth in my life. And again, I know I said this earlier, but I'm going to say this again. This is part of the reason why I love the stock market so much, because I am really able to work on my own personal character development and strategic understanding of how I want to move forward in life. For whatever reason, money is the amplifier of who we are. If you're an asshole, you're going to be an even bigger asshole with money if you don't become self-aware. Money doesn't change us. Money amplifies us. I'm your host, Linda Garcia. This was Investee's podcast, A Cosmic Standard and In Loose We Trust production. A special thank you to the team, Eliza Smith, Jacob Winnick, Asia Simpson, and Nina Gensler-Debs.